Zing, zing, ah. Oh. If you want to be my lover, my friend, make it last forever. Friendship never ends. <laughs> I'm glad I'm what you want. <laughs> did you re- start recording? I did. Perfect. I as soon as we started singing. <laughs> That's perfect. I did too. Excellent. Cool, cool. Dang it. I had a personal question. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, no. I thought of it when we were at work the other day. Should have wrote it down. I should have. I forgot. In your handy-dandy notebook. Okay. I have a different personal question. Okay. Cool. But we're good to go. Ready when you are. Awesome. Hello, animal lovers. Welcome to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Jayla. We just want to remind everyone that we are not professionals, just animal enthusiasts. We love learning about them, talking about them, and discovering new ones. And all the crazy things that they can do. There are so many animals out there, and they are all so different. If we are misinformed, please email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so we can correct ourselves. Some of the things we say may also just be our opinions. So just a reminder, we are enthusiasts, not professionals. Thanks Thanks for for joining joining us. us. Enjoy! Welcome, animal... (laughs) (laughs) You'd think by now we'd get this right the first time. Uh, Welcome, animal fact lovers, fans, peoples, (laughs) animals, you homo sapiens, you. Um... (laughs) I'm Jayla. <laughs> and I'm Nicole. <laughs> uh, and this week, I'm going to tell you all about an animal. And I'm really Ooh. excited. Um, I'm really impressed that I did all this research because it's not usually in my realm of animals that I'm excited about. So yeah. I'm really excited to show. Um, I'm excited but, to find out what it is. I know. <sighs> We're going to start with our personal question first, though. Yes, my personal question this week is, what is your favorite season? (gasps) I feel like you know this answer already. It's possible, but our listeners don't. And why? (laughs) Okay, well. If there is a why. Yeah, there's definitely a why. Nicole, if you had a guess, which season do you think is my favorite? I would guess fall and only because of Halloween. (laughs) Maybe you're right. <laughs> I do love fall. I love fall because of Halloween, um, but also because I love the colors and I love the smells. And I think it's really nice, fresh air. I love the crispness. And um, when I was little, my great-grandma lived kind of down the street from a cemetery. Mm. And they had a lot of big maple trees. And so my aunt and I would go over and we would pick up a bunch of fall leaves and then I'd bring them back. And they were always bright and beautiful colors. And then my great-grandma would scrapbook them. Nice. <laughs> and so when they, when we like reopened the scrapbooks, they were all brown. <laughs> but they were still like fall colors. They were just not you as to, like, bright as I remember. Them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Is that how you preserve plants? Do you laminate it and I, it preserves them? I honestly don't know. I've always just pressed leaves and 
flowers Hope for and the stuff. best. <laughs> yep, exactly. Just wing it. Put it in a yeah. big book. Put a bunch <laughs> of books on top. Yeah. That's all I need. Yeah. So. I did a lot of, I would dry a lot of flowers. Like you hang them upside down and dry them and then mm-hmm. I'd, I'd have a bunch of those and then I eventually got rid of a bunch. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, that's my, probably my, one of my favorite fall memories is picking out leaves and then having my great grandma um, just scrapbook them all. And we kept some scrapbooks, so I still have some in storage floating around. Nice. But yeah. What's your favorite season? My favorite season is also fall, but it's also kind of tied with spring. I love them equally. (laughs) My guess would have been spring. Yeah. Um, I love fall and spring because they're like cooler, but they're Mm -hmm. not cold. Mm -hmm. Like winter is cold. Um, Fall and spring are both cooler, but it can be sunny and like kind of. Fall is that crisp air, as you said, and, like, mm-hmm. the flavors and the colors are beautiful. But then spring also has, like, those really bright, vivid colors of, like, all mm-hmm. these new things coming around. And it's, like, super fresh smelling. So. Yeah. They're, like, opposites, but similar. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely are. Yeah. So. Those are nice. my my answer. I like it. I, like I don't it. love the allergies they give me, but no. I love the seasons. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I mm-hmm. Do your allergies flare up more in the fall or in the spring? Both. Oh. They flare up every season. I'm sorry. There's something to always trigger my allergies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> so, I think... I think spring, I have allergies more often, mm-hmm. uh, but I have them both throughout the whole year, uh, both both seasons, but I think it happens more often because in the fall, everything is more like dying, and then it's like a lot more rainy and more consistent rain, and it's heavier mm-hmm. rain than in the spring, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That does make sense. Either way, it triggers all all year long. I have allergies yeah. all year long. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> that means it's always the best occasion to get you a box of tissues. It's true. <laughs> I could always use tissues. It's true. <laughs> all right. I am ready for trivia. I want to know what this animal is so bad. It's been driving me crazy for like two weeks. <laughs> I know because I definitely had it picked out after you did yours. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I just want to know. Cool. Um, cool. So it does. It had. It does have an A in it. Okay. And it is not a mammal. Those are our two questions that we always ask, right? Yep. Yep. Right. <laughs> um, so the trivia is: What animal was on wanted dead or alive posters offering rewards in 1991 a werewolf i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that's fair a werewolf is fair um but it's also it's a water animal i remember it's yes aquatic yeah that was the other hint off Recording. I gave a, Nicole a couple hints at work. Yeah. It's aquatic. All right. Keep going. Next cool. question. 
an estimated 4.3 to 131 million of this animal gets eaten by their number one natural predator every year. Ugh. I can only think of, like, krill, but they don't have an A in it. It's not krill. And they're not predator enough, I feel like, to be on a wanted, dead, or alive poster. (laughs) Okay, I have two more questions. I saved them for last because I feel like they could give it away. So Mm. the first one is, what animal was mistaken as a floating island? So it's huge? Oh. Is it like that extremely big jellyfish? Oh, no, that that doesn't have an A in it either. Okay. And then the last trivia question is this animal has been featured as one of our random animal facts. I feel like, okay, I have a guess, but I don't want to guess right again. You know? Well, let's do the drum roll. Nicole, what's your guess? The giant squid? Yes! Yes! See, I knew the the last... octopus? Piranha? I was like, ah. And then you said it was on the facts, and I was like, oh, maybe... She did also say she wanted to learn about the squid. But then you also denied it in work. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I lied. (laughs) Cool. Yes. Yay! I did research about the giant squid because after I learned that their brains are the shape of donuts, I was like, I have to know more. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yes. Are you ready? I am so ready. I know nothing about squid except for that calamari is delicious true oh my gosh can you imagine frying a giant squid (laughs) i did find a giant calamari is one of its nicknames nice so yeah that was funny are you gonna talk about how big their brains are i don't remember how Um, big their brains are i don't think i talk about how big their brains are because if you do cook a giant squid and you pull out its brain, could you trick someone into thinking it's a donut? Maybe. If you I fry it up. I baked you this donut. <laughs> Calamari's donut. It's a calamari donut. <gasps> Is that a thing? I have to look and then it up. you could put little calamaris inside. Yes, I have to look it up. Calamari donut. Is that a thing? Baked calamari. Pretend it's a donut. What? Deep fried calamari rings? No. Okay, I don't think it's a thing. <laughs> okay. Well, you can make it a thing. Huh. Sweet potato donut. Hmm. Interesting. You're my sweet potato donut. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I do just want to say that before we, before I start telling you all these facts, most of what we know about giant squids are from dead carcasses that floated to the surface and were either found by fishermen have washed up on beaches have been missing tentacles because they either lost them or they fell off or animals have eaten them so we don't know a whole lot about this animal but what we do know is it (laughs) we haven't really researched it in its natural habitat as much as like it's come to us um because it's not creepy (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, and then often when we do find these squids, they're usually bloated with water and appear bigger than they actually are. So that's kind of crazy too. Um. So we've only ever been able to see dead ones. Oh my gosh, they're huge. Yes, they are huge. Um, <gasps> I will talk. <laughs> I will explain how big they can get. Um, oh, but we have I see seen now why they're mistaken as an island. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, and I saved the lore and like all the stories for last because there's Excellent. a lot and they're cool. Um, I'm excited. So, the we have seen live one. I just I do want to correct you on that one first. Oh, um, okay. Which is pretty cool, and I'll talk more about how we've seen them. We haven't seen like them as much in person, but um, we've seen footage or pictures of them. So, cool. that's pretty cool. Um, that is cool. Anyways, for those of you research them very much. Yeah. Um, Appearance-wise, for those of you who have never seen a giant squid or have no idea what I'm talking about, the giant squid's body is pretty simple. It looks like most other squids, except it's huge. So it has two eyes, it has a beak in the middle, um, it has eight arms, and then two feeding tentacles, which are the really long ones, and then a funnel, um, which is called a siphon, which is that big like head part it's basically like a traffic cone um and it's just a large 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 squid (laughs) uh to give you an idea (laughs) of how large they are uh the giant squid's eyes are famously known to be the size of dinner plates and Uh are the largest in the animal kingdom oh which I was debating on if that should be a trivia fact, but then I was like, that's going to give it away too. <laughs> it would um, not have. But they, so they're about one foot in diameter and then they absorb more light than their smaller counterparts would um, and allows the squid to glimpse at bioluminescent prey, which we've talked about before, or slight predators lurking in the dark. And we'll talk about predators that would attack the giant squid because they do have some Um, yep and then as we talked about in our previous episodes the brain of the giant squid is donut shaped and it's tiny compared to its body um, but that doesn't impair it from thinking (laughs) outside of (laughs) its ocean it (laughs) thinks outside the donut (laughs) <laughs> right uh, outside Think the circle. outside the hole there you go <laughs> um the esophagus does dirty. <laughs> it does i was just gonna move past it <laughs> like, i didn't register oh. it sounded dirty until i thought about it <laughs> think outside the hole um <laughs> gross uh so and then the esophagus runs through that donut hole or the middle of its brain um And then the main part of the body, which is called a mantle, contains all of the basic organs. Um, On the underside of the animal is a funnel. So, like, it's kind of funny. On the cone part, there's a little, like, it's almost like a little snorkel tube funnel. Um, And it juts out, and it's used to exhale, expel waste, lay eggs, squid, like, squid ink. Um, And it's used for jet propulsion in the water. So... It does all of those things, which I thought was weird that it all came out the same hole. Um, <laughs> the giant squid also has That's thinking two... outside the hole. <laughs> right. 
Uh, the giant squid also has two small fins at the rear of the mantle, so at the like very top, um, and that just helps them move um, through the water. And they breathe through two large gills that rest inside of the mantle cavity, so that body part. Um, and then they have two hard parts. So most of the squid is just like all jellyish and like gross. Um, <laughs> As much as I thought this was really cool. All jellyish. I waved my arms like a a jelly. Um, Like one of those. The jelly dance. The wavy. Oh, those like. Inflatable. People at like (sighs) car dealerships. (laughs) Yeah. Jewel knows what they're called. She knows like the whole name. They're like weird inflatable tube guys or something. Um. I love it. Yeah. Giant squids have, so they have the two hard parts, which is the beak, which is what they eat with, um, like most squids. And then they have a tough internal pen, which is kind of like their spine, um, but it's where all their muscles attach. So it's just in their body. Um, And then they have the eight arms and the two tentacles. And each tentacle and arm has two rows of suckers on the inner surface. Um, and that's what they use to attack their prey. The suckers are subspherical, which just means they're imperfect spheres, cups with finely serrated rings of chitin. Um, so the more I learned about their little suckers, the more I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? And it basically means that they have imperfect spheres, which are suckers, with chitin, which are it's not bone and it's not cartilage, but it's a version of glucose. Um, and it's actually the same structure that is makes up exoskeletons of crustaceans and insects um, and some scales of small fish. So if you think of like that material, that's what their suckers huh. are made out of, that little teeth part. Weird. Mm-hmm. Um, that took some research. <laughs> uh, and then, like I said, giant squids also contain dark ink to that they can use to escape from predators like squids and um octopuses so octopies octop multiple octopuses um (laughs) they the squids escape other squids they do yep oh yep yep interesting um so the weight of a squid of a giant squid is at least a thousand hundred pounds which is 500 kilograms what yep and they're then, huge yes um and then their length um uh, because a lot of that is just like their tentacles which don't weigh as much as their big mantle head um but their tentacles and arms can fall off or they can be stretched out so because they're kind of like jello-y or jiggly mm-hmm. they can actually be stretched out longer than they should be um <laughs> so it's like I don't know how to explain it, but um, yeah, I don't know how to explain that one. Um, sorry. Like a <laughs> scrunchie? Yeah, but it's more like, or like um, a sticky hand. Yeah, and you know how you find that tension, but if you pull it even tighter, it gets even longer. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So you don't want to okay. stretch it super tight where it's the longest it could possibly be, but you want to yeah. find that comfortable spot. Um, yeah, because like. If you stretched out your arms, they would only be so long. But if you keep stretching, like, 
obviously you can stretch them a little longer um but then it's a lot more work <laughs> right uh and that's not how the squid would be in its natural state um so scientists use the mantle length as the best measurement of a squid's actual size so they measure their head the like head body part um mm-hmm. and then a newer sizing method also is being used for figuring out how big a squid can get includes using the beak size um, because they can find the beak in its natural predator which is um the uh the whale well i don't remember what kind of whale is um the sperm whale so they find a lot of beaks in the sperm whale but they don't find a lot of squid body pieces either because they've been digested already or Mm -hmm. they like don't have them in their stomach anymore um so but they find a lot of beaks because they're the hard part and they don't digest as easy um so based on the beak sizes they can guess essentially as to how big the squid the whale ate would have been um and that's also because a lot of times when you do find a giant squid, they don't have all of their limbs, so you can't actually measure how big it was. Um, so based on that new method, uh, the estimated total body length of a giant squid is 20 meters, which is 66 feet, which can be larger than its other relative, the colossal squid. Um but there's no documented evidence to prove that. So the is average the colossal squid bigger? Yeah. Uh, what? Oh gosh. Yep. And it's real? Yep. Um, oh gosh. I didn't dig too deep in that one. Uh, yeah. Because it lives deeper in the ocean and we know even <laughs> less about it. But um, yeah. So and then the males on average are ten meters or about thirty three feet long. And then, are you, you ready to... The females are usually bigger than the males. So, can you guess how many feet the female, the largest female has been? If the males are about 33 feet long. 50? It's a little lower. 45. You're really close. It's 43. Ugh. So, they can be about 43 feet long. Which is literally the length from, like, the top of it to the end of the longest tentacles. Um, So that's its full length. And just to put that into perspective, giraffes are about 18 feet tall. Yeah. And then the closest thing I could find is that a coach bus is usually 45 feet long from bumper to bumper. Oh, my gosh. So it's two feet shorter than a coach bus. It's like so. more than it's about eight of me stacked on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, that was the other comparison is that it's it's about seven to eight humans <laughs> if you line them up. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So, um, cool. So I'm going to talk about a little bit about their history. Uh, and yeah, ready. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was awkward. History time. Um, the ah. first, <laughs> the first known record of Archytheus, which is, um, it just means chief squid, um, 
is from Denmark in the 1500s when several curious fish, is what they were called, uh, were found afloat by the sea. And historians of the time did not associate the giant squid they found with um, cephalopods, which are what they are categorized in, um, mm. and instead compared them to those of humans, describing them as a head of a man in a dress of scarlet, like a monk's what? cloak, and even called them sea monks. What? Um, and there's an illustration of them out there from this time of them, like, essentially looking like a, a monk with a long robe. Um, and then they thought the tentacles were, like, the robe part. And it's it's so weird. weird. Um that is weird. Yeah. It's hard and to then, envision that. Yeah. It was weird to look at. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> how, how do you figure? <laughs> um, but then uh, it wasn't until the mid-1800s did a leading cephalopod specialist, Professor Japetus Stenstrup of Denmark, um, cited that the sea monkeys were actually just large squid um, because he studied squid. And so he's like, this is just bigger <laughs> mm. um and so squids belong to a particularly successful group of mollusks called the cephalopods um which have been around for about 500 million years and some ancestors of the modern day squids had shells such as ammonites which are kind of like um they kind of have like a snail shell and they have like the squid mouth coming out like the little tentacles it's kind of weird um you i should don't look like them. it yeah uh but those uh have been extinct for over 400 million years um so we're just finding fossils of those guys uh <sighs> other relatives do you not know any other cephalopods an octopus Actually, I don't know. no. So the squid and the octopus aren't actually related. The giant squid is actually closer related to snails, clams, and slugs. Weird. Yeah. So that's like the jellyfish. Huh. <laughs> He's part of the jelly family. Well, not Weird. the jelly family, but the squishy. I don't. So are don't. they related then to jellyfish? They are not. No, jellyfish are different too. Um, I didn't look into it, but they are not related to octopus and they're not related to jellyfish. They've been around for a long time and they're related to snails. Mm-hmm. So weird. Yep. Um, yeah, the slugs was, I was like, what? No, I don't understand. <laughs> but Crazy. You, you do you. Um, <laughs> some researchers. Evolution, man. Think that there's yeah um, that there's as many as eight different species of giant squid, um, which are also known as their uh, Architeus, which is just their scientificish name, um, which is Greek for the chief squid. Um, but we're just gonna call them giant squid because that's really hard to say. Yeah. Um, and they think that there's eight different types of giant squid, while other scientists think that there's just one chief squid which is why he would be the chief, um, that Mm. swims in the world's ocean. And there's no real consensus because squid are really hard to track and there's so few specimens available to study that they can't really compare them. Like, 
mm-hmm. cousins and relatives. Um, yeah. However, they do think that there's an estimated 500 relatives in the sense that that's how many different types of squids there are. Um, and that ranges from anywhere between an inch long to 45 feet long. Oh. So. Oh. Yep. There's lots of squids out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. All of that. What do you think the squid eats deep, deep in the sea? Not donuts. Because no. it already has one. Um, <laughs> one is enough. It's cut <laughs> off. No more sprinkles. <laughs> Keto. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, fish? I, I'm just going to guess fish. Other they, fish. They do eat fish. Um, they also can eat other squids. Oh, um, that's right. Because mm-hmm. they try to run away from other, other squid. squids. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and how do you think they catch their food? With their suckers? Yeah, with their tentacles. Um, with their suckers. Here you go, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I've got donuts and suckers. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want a squid to just be like... Because you, you could have ten of them, essentially. Because they have ten True. arms. I've got ten suckers and one donut. <laughs> uh, That's also really dirty. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was seeing if you get that one. <laughs> yep. So, giant squids can catch their creepy little children with their suckers and donuts <laughs> by snatching prey up to 33 feet or 10 meters away. Whoa, they've got quite the reach. Yeah, isn't that terrifying? Um, we're not encouraging snatching children. I hope you know no, that. No, don't snatch children. Um, especially not with your tentacles. Uh, your suckers and donuts. Yeah, seriously. Um, so what they tentacles. do is they, <laughs> they <laughs> shoot out their two feeding tentacles the two really long ones <laughs> sticking your arms out i was trying to show you my, love my little sucker because <laughs> um, <laughs> the two longest tentacles also have like they're wider at the end oh, um, right, so they're right. kind of they're essentially just like hands um but at the end they're tipped with hundreds of the powerful sharp tooth suckers um, so once they kind of like grab on, they're like mm-hmm. there as long as it's prey. Um, and then these feeding tentacles are usually double the total length of the giant squid. So that's how long the really long feeding tentacles are. Um, <laughs> oh, then we talked about each of their eight other arms are covered with two inch wide tooth suckers, which guide prey from the feeding tentacles to their sharp beak in the center of their arms um and then the beak is used to slice the prey into bite-sized pieces and it literally is like a little parrot beak um they slice the prey mm-hmm. yep so it's like a it's a sharp parrot beak <laughs> that makes me more scared of parrot beaks now too <laughs> um so then the the pites the the pites the bites of their prey do have to be cut and ground down by the radular 
or radula, which is literally just like a tongue so that you open their beak and they have like a little tongue thing. Um, it's like a tongue-like organ. So it's like if our tongue didn't move up and down kind of is what it looks like. More like a blender? Um, like yeah. circular? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think what it does is kind of it kind of like rotates. Um, because it's covered in rows of tiny teeth so instead of like taste buds it's just tiny teeth which are used to direct food down the squid's esophagus Um, so more like one of those water wheels for water energy kind of yeah but just kind of like chugging along and like a ferris wheel yeah yeah of teeth that's what Uh, i think it is i didn't find a whole lot of specificity of if it's just like a like a wave, like a tongue, and it just moves oh. back and forth, or if it actually goes in a circle. Um, either way, it pushes the food back, and it it kind of does just blend it up into smaller pieces because it's just the teeth. Um, and yeah, I don't like it. It's creepy. <laughs> Sorry, um, but they do have to grind up their food pretty small because they have to get it through their esophagus, which is pa- passes through their donut brain. And if their bites are too big, then it basically, like, pushes against the esophagus, which pushes against their brain, which causes them some damage. And then they could internally, like, bleed and die and sad. Um, So, take small bites. Moral of the story. Um, Self-inflicted brain damage by not chewing your food. Yeah, seriously. Chew your food. Um, chew your food that's the lesson from giant squids chew your food or suffer brain damage (laughs) um and we have not actually witnessed giant squid actually eating um but scientists have cut open squid stomachs that have washed up onto their beaches and they usually find water fish um or deep water fish sorry not just water fish because all fish are water fish uh, other squids, including other giant squids, so they are considered possibly cannibals um, at times. And then they also attack attack schools of fish from below, so like big swarms of tuna or krill or whatever. Um, and they'll just basically like come up from underneath them, attack them, and gather as many fish, and then pull them back down into the deep. Um, at least that's the theory. So. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, do you remember what I said eats giant squids, though? Uh, earlier you said other squid and octopus? Mm-mm. Not octopus. Other Think squids. big. Killer whales? Sperm whales? Sperm Don't whales. they fight? Yeah. 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 Big, big sperm whales. Um, the other biggest animal in the sea. Um, so one of the ideas of tails, I know that. Yeah. So one of the ideas of how giant squids grew up to be, well, giant, um, is that they have very few predators in the deep water. Um, and the sperm whale is its number one predator. It's basically the biggest reason why we know about giant squids, um, and it's because we have found squid, squid beaks in the stomach of the giant squid as well as other di- undigested pieces. Um, so, like, usually tentacles or, like, the 
cone part of their head. You're um, saying they found them in the other squids, or they found them in the sperm whales? In the sperm whales. They have okay. found pieces of squids in other giant squids' stomachs. So, um, that's why they think that they could be also cannibals. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, the, the squids pieces in the sperm whales are compared to very large servings of calamari Mm. which is why it's funny um beach stranded sperm whales have also been found with sucker marks on their skin which are considered like battle scars large enough that only a giant squid could have caused them so they're the um basically when the suckers attach they leave a little mark it's like if you did the little like a biscuit cutter but it just has little teeth. Um, yeah, kind of like a bruise. Yeah, yeah, but more of more of a cut. More of a scar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they find those. Oh on, yeah, because they have the like their whales. little crustacean shell teeth on their suckers. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they leave little, like little circle indents all over sperm whales, um, and those are called considered their battle scars. And the only reason. Um, a sperm whale would have those is because it has successfully eaten a giant squid. Um, based on the research that I found, the sperm whale always wins. Oh. So, yes. Um, yeah, what's a giant squid going to do with a sperm whale? <laughs> Unless he's having a dinner party. Oh, yeah, it just sinks it to the bottom. Um yeah, so that's the other thing is I don't know if they just haven't found sperm whale carcasses, but I feel like that's a little harder to miss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Unless other things are eating it. Yeah. Yep, yep. Might be more more uh, desired than a giant squid. Mm-hmm. Do I want a sperm whale steak or do I want jelly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steak or jelly? <laughs> steak or jelly? Jelly on my steak? Ugh. I don't know. Could be an option. Maybe. What is it? Isn't there like a mint jelly that you eat with lamb or something? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I sure it's know. great. I'm I'm a classic like steak with A1 sauce. <laughs> Not that I eat steak anymore, but, if, you know, when, if that's when I did. thick, then I guess it's kind of like a jelly, right? No, it's <laughs> nothing like a jelly. <laughs> <laughs> New marketing scheme for A1. <laughs> <laughs> steak and jelly. Steak jelly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds like the fat mm. from steak. Oh, no. That makes me uncomfortable. I really <laughs> don't like... Line. No, I just don't like the fat from steak. I think it's really annoying to chew. Um, You're not... You don't have to eat it. You I just know. cut it off. I know. I know. <laughs> I didn't know that as a child, though. That's fair. Um, That's fair. So, anyways. <sighs> less about my lines and more about a uh, giant squid environments <laughs> not whales um, whales uh, whale 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 <laughs> what do we never mind I was going to try and incorporate squid and that wasn't successful uh, 
donuts. <laughs> what donut we have here? <laughs> Whales. Because <laughs> we're talking about the squid. True. Um, so the giant squid has washed up on multiple beaches, so we don't exactly know where in the depths of the sea it lives, but they are rarely found in tropical and polar areas. So they more commonly wash up on the shores of New Zealand and Pacific Islands, make frequent appearances on the east and west sides of North Atlantic and South Atlantic, and along the southern coast of Africa. So it's kind of just like in that coastal zone, but it's not usually like around the equator. Um, okay. So they're closer around the equator, the less common it was to find um, the giant squid washed up on beaches because that's really all the, we usually see of it. Um, so, huh. yep. Are you ready for their behavior? Yes. We don't really know a lot about their behavior. Are they suckers? <laughs> suckers for the deep. Um, <laughs> lots of stories have been said about the squid. <laughs> and they're few and far between the truth. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's thinking outside the hole. <laughs> Or inside? I think it's inside. <laughs> it's it's in the esophagus. <laughs> Careful for the brain damage. Oh Watch out for gosh. brain damage. This is this is causing me brain damage. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, um, they're estimated to have. Uh, I don't even know. Sorry, I lost my spot. Um, there is research in the inky black icy cold waters. Um, they know that they can find giant squids 1,650 feet to 3,300 feet below the ocean's surface. Um, and that's essentially where they're looking for giant squids so that they can learn more about them because they don't really know what they do. They just know what they do when they occasionally see them. Um. But there is National Geographic Society um, and a Smithsonian zoologist, Dr. Clyde Rapper. Um, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. But he is the discoverer of many new cephalopods species. He's a publisher of countless scientific papers. And he is a giant squid lover. And he hopes that one day he can see one in person. And I hope he does too. Because I think that would be really awesome for him. Yeah. But... Um, he does a lot, a lot of research on the giant squid, um, and he has attached a small video camera called the Critter Cam to heads of sperm whales, hoping to catch footage of giant squids essentially attacking sperm whales or getting eaten. Um, and then, yeah, and he has also sent a camera-equipped robotic underwater vehicle, which is basically just a big way to say it's an underwater vehicle with a camera um that is robotic so there's no actual person inside in search of giant squids um and he has personally dived thousands of feet alone in the deep sea um in a thing it's a submersible um 
and I'm really sorry, Dr. Clyde, if I'm totally butchering all of your science <laughs> discoveries. Either way, you're really cool. You're really cool, and I hope you see a giant squid, and I would never dive thousands of feet alone in the deep sea. Um, but I hope Not that you... Not for all those donuts. <laughs> no, I hope eventually you see a giant squid. Uh, but he is definitely one of the spearheaders on our research about giant squids, and hopefully... He sees one and learns more about him up close That'd and personal. Cool. Yeah. Um, cool. We do know a little bit about their reproduction life, though, which oh, is pretty cool. It's uh, also surprising that we do know that. Yep. So we don't really know what they do or how they mate or like w- what kind of parties they're having down in the deep sea. But we do know <laughs> that the in giant. The deep. <laughs> yeah. In the deep. Where they're suckers. Yeah. <laughs> and their donuts. <laughs> um, we do know that it's believed that giant squid live about five years. Um, and in that time, how many times do you think they reproduce? Once. Yeah, actually. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um. So they don't live I, very long. And then I did also learn about how they might. Uh, reproduce or uh, mate essentially it's kind of weird because it's also kind of more the- theory-ish um, yeah. but apparently most squid transfer sperm using a modified arm and I didn't really look into that because I feel like that's a separate episode on other squids we can do but the giant squid does not do that so oh, okay. apparently the giant squid expels a spermatophore, which is a sperm packet, essentially, um, and it's ex- expelled from a penis, which sticks out through the funnel. And how long do you think a giant squid's penis could be? You say through the funnel? Yeah, through the funnel, which is, um, so the, we talked about the mantle, which is like, like big t- cone part. Um, yeah. So where the eyes are of the squid is actually like a funnel part, or no, the funnel. The funnel is the little, the little spricket on the side. Oh, yeah. The thing that ejects everything. Yeah, yeah. So it also ejects a penis. Um. <laughs> so, how long do you think the giant squid's penis is when it comes out of that funnel? Is it like? From the inside all the way out through the funnel, or how much of it sticks out of the funnel? That's I don't know. I'm trying to guess. Um, um, I the, you don't know what number you have. No. Um, I'm assuming it's how long the penis is. Like the full like thing. The full thing. Not just thing. how much sticks out. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like a foot. <laughs> Try seven feet. Oh no.
love and hate that fact so much. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Um. Oh, that. I love it, but it's so like cringy at the same time. Yeah, that was also one of those. Do I save this for trivia or should I save this? Oh, you made the right call. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so are you ready to hear how they use that? <laughs> yes. Cool. Um, so when a male squid and a female squid love each other very much, <laughs> we don't know how they find each other. Um, we not we're not sure uh, if it's a chemical signal or uh, if they just happen to bump into each other in the dark and they're like oh oh ooh. oh um, you happy to see me or what is that seven foot thing you have tentacles to share <laughs> it's like a whole extra tentacle yeah so it's really eleven um. <laughs> I've got 11 <laughs> tentacles. This one's actually shorter than the rest, but you can't really tell, especially when I twirl them like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a whole nother spin on that. Um, <laughs> so the, uh, yeah, so we don't really know how they find each other, but we do know that the male injects sperm packets directly into the female's arm with its penis. I don't exactly know how that happens but yeah um her arm like yes she, okay like one of her arms is just like out and about and here is his little seven foot penis little seven foot <laughs> his penis. little uh and he goes and then it's like <laughs> into her arm like a like a shot <laughs> yeah he, literally an injection he gives her an injection here i have a sperm packet for sperm. you with my now like shot penis it's a penis shot um instead of a flu shot yeah a uh, sperm shot and then <laughs> the rest is mostly guesses so one of the thoughts is that the sperm would travel through her arm to fertilize the eggs internally or, which is the one that researchers suspect happens, is that the arm shot of sperm packets triggers the female squid's ovaries to release eggs bound together with jelly, um, which Stick she jelly. <laughs> essentially, so it, like she releases it and then she holds it in her arms. And then the sperm can sense that the eggs are there and migrate in that direction to fertilize them. That's weird. Yep. Um, don't ask. I have no idea. That's literally all I found about their reproduction. Uh, baby giant squids theory. look really cute. Yeah? Um, yeah. They're just like little squidwards. Um, oh, no. That is... I don't know if Squidward is necessarily cute. Well, I think they're cuter than baby Squidwards, but it's like just his head. They're kind of cute. I don't know if it's Aww. baby giant squids specifically or if they were just a picture I found of baby squids, but they're kind of cute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yay. So, that's how that happens. And then... Those are little aliens. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> the females then release millions of these tiny transparent fertilized eggs into the water in a jellied clump called an egg mass. Um, and most of them are quickly eaten by other marine animals. But the ones that do survive within a few years become other giant squids and then they start the whole process over again. Dang. So. 
um yep uh because they only live for about five years they don't grow very slowly like humans or mammals or fish um and they actually grow very quickly and die after a very short time which is about five years um yeah it's not very long at all yeah so the reason why we know that much is that because they have statoliths which are mineralized calcareous masses which is just hardened calcium carbonate um that helps squid balance so (laughs) this was another like what is that okay what is that okay what does this mean um basically they have statoliths which accumulate growth rings which are formed from argonite crystals in an organic matrix they essentially have rings kind of similar to clams um, where you can count the rings and each ring on a microscopic level is where you can see the rings so you don't actually see them on the squid but um, at a microscopic level you can see each ring which is called a growth ring and it's on hardened calcium carbonate which the squid has in order to help it balance in the deep sea otherwise it would just kind of like float around like it, it doesn't have any gravity um and each ring symbolizes one day so they count the rings and then they estimate how old the squid is huh. so um interesting mm-hmm. and based on that they know that the squid doesn't really live longer than four five years um, to grow it nice. yeah to grow at such a rate because it would have to go really fast to be really giant um <laughs> the giant squid lives in areas in the ocean where it would have to be able to find an abundant supply of food to provide enough energy to grow just like most things but it just grows yeah. faster yeah it's like if you put our growth speed on like times four maybe <laughs> um. Yeah, so if you grow faster, then maybe you age faster. Yeah, yep, exactly. So, um, yeah, I... Metabolism and stuff. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> COVID! <laughs> no, I choked on my own spit. <laughs> well, it's better than, you know, causing your self-inflicted brain damage by not chewing enough. True, true. Um, so I did combine famous ones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, at least it's not a mass of fish (laughs) or other calamari, apparently. Uh, True. (laughs) So I did combine famous ones with story time, um, because they all kind of connected and there's a lot of just information. Um, and so we're going to start with old things um and then we're gonna go towards like newer stuff modern times um so uh squid have been around for years and they've been called multiple things um and they've been spotted floating dead at sea or washed up on beaches um and people have thought that they were monsters or sea serpents or mermans um and they've been documented for over two thousand years so in 1873, Reverend Moses Harvey of Newfoundland was an amateur naturalist and writer with an interest in curiosities from the sea, and he bought a dead giant squid for how many dollars? 
What year was this? 1873. $5. Hmm. Close. It's higher. $10. Yes. Yeah. You're really good at like, this. I was going <laughs> to guess a really big number, but I was like, wait, 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 what year is this again? <laughs> $10 back then is a lot of money, though. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, It was a lot of money back then. So he bought it for $10 from a fisherman who caught it by accident. Um, He immediately displayed it. That, would be now. that is good. Good thing. Uh, He $10 splayed it. $10 from 18 what? 73. 1873. All right. He displayed it. Um, he displayed it, I found it was either in his living room or in his bathroom, depending on where his tub was. But he draped the head and the arms over the sponge bath for easy observation. And that's one of the first um, documentations of a real giant squid that we have. Um, and it was ever put on display. And then a professor from Yale University used Harvey's curiosity to provide the first accurate description and scientific illustration of the giant squid so that's how good his description was um, huh. so did you figure it out yes one website i don't know it doesn't seem like very much now though that i <laughs> that's because it hasn't gone up very much <laughs> So, $10 in 1873, is, originally it says right now would be like $235, but that doesn't seem much. Mm. But then it says, today $10 from 1873 was has a relative income worth of $1,721. I mean, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pay that much for something I had no knowledge of what it was. $25,722, so I'm not really sure mm. either way. It's not More money. money. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, the most famous squid is from where? It's originally a book, and then Disney did a film adaptation. It's like a classic. The only book i can think of isn't even a squid because it's moby dick (laughs) (laughs) that's fair um or like pinocchio but they don't have squids in there they're like whales they are whales i don't know Um, most wanted thing i don't know what no it's a book i would never read it's from 1870 and it's twenty thousand leagues under the sea oh I was wondering oh, okay. if your eyes were going to like light up as you heard it. Um, so that's nope. why I said it slowly. But uh, the squid essentially in that story is the villain and he is out for human flesh. Um, he's called the pulpe, which is French for octopus, but it's also commonly translated to giant squid and he attacks the submarine. Um, so he's described as a 25 foot squid, um, mm. which is actually like a baby squid. And then in 1954, Disney did a film version of the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And the model for the squid is two tons. Um, and it weighed. It, yes. It required 16 men to operate the remote controls. 
and 50 more to move the wires attached to the tentacles. What? And it earned the movie an Academy Award for special effects. Nice, but dang. Yeah. Um, yes. Props to you. <laughs> Props to you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, clever, clever, clever. Thank um, you, thank you. <laughs> yes. The giant squid is also featured in exaggerated states, um, most commonly in movies, including the Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Clash of the Titans, Assassin's Creed 3, oh, Marvel. Like the Kraken? Yes, it is very well known as the Kraken. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3, Marvel, and DC comic books in a heavy metal band song called Architheus, which is just the chief squid again, um, and that's by the band Tourniquet, and a 1991 novel called Beast by Peter Bench Benkley. Um, I'm not, probably mispronounced lots of things in this podcast, and I'm very sorry. I should have <laughs> apologized in advance, but I'm apologizing now. Um, cool. And then more modern stories is that in 2012, a group of scientists from Japan National Science Museum, along with colleagues from Japanese public broadcasters NHK and the Discovery Channel, filmed a giant squid in its natural habitat for the first time. It took until 2012 to do it on camera. Um, nice. The first pictures, however, were found in 2005 after researchers <laughs> suspended bait beneath a research vessel um and they hooked the giant squid uh and the pictures were taken every 30 seconds at 2,950 feet below the surface um and they got over 500 images and it showed the squid wrapping its giant tentacles around the bait and then after struggling for four hours the squid finally was able to get uh detached from the object um and they actually brought up one of its tentacles and basically dissected that um and when they brought it up onto the boat it was still moving like you can find videos there's a i attached a youtube video in our research um nice yeah so that was kind of gross squids are weird they have big eyes they have ten arms and they've got a seventh inch penis and it sticks out of their funnel and i'm waiting for nicole she had to take care of her puppies but now i've left her a little song modern day things uh is that the smithsonian national museum of nat history actually has two giant squids on display uh, one is a female uh-huh, and one is the female and that one is the bigger of the two and was caught by a fisherman's net off the coast of spain in 2005 um, it was originally 36 feet when it was measured and it's now 25 feet long so it has shrunk over time because it's just been sitting and it's preserved and that's kind of what dead things do um, <laughs> it's just what dead things do. But I mean, yeah, it's not like it's just sitting out in the air. Um, apparently, when they first got the squids, 
they didn't really know what to do with them and how to preserve them. And before they designed special tanks, they smelled real Ooh, bad. I'm sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they did they did figure it out. They designed special tanks that have been created for the giant squid to be on display. And the tank holds 1,500 to 1,800 gallons of water. It's completely airtight and it contains valves and openings so that they can refill it with the preservative fluids that they have to use um, when necessary. And they can take tissue sample samples, samples, um, samples. <laughs> and uh, it's also equipped with gear for anchoring all of the body parts and tentacles to prevent floating. And um, it also prevents damage while it's like being moved or jostled around. So. Um, so that was really cool. So you can actually see giant squids on display at the Smithsonian National Museum of Natural History. And it, they're huge and gross looking. Um, they're also working on doing a whole like cetralophopods uh, display. And they have so many pieces of many different squids. Um, so gross. it's weird. Yeah, they're all just kind of like in the little taxidermy jars and yellow and gross gross but cool uh, yep it's pretty cool uh, i mean there's no other way to f do all your research about an animal that you rarely ever see so um cool lightning round i only have lightning. one lightning round fact <laughs> i like how you did like the mallet mm -hmm. <laughs> um so giant squids summoning lightning <laughs> i like it <laughs> Giant squids were thought to be and were also known as sea monsters, maritime lore, um, gigantic sea serpents, revitalized extinct long-necked marine reptiles, which is the plesiosaur, which is the swimming dinosaur that has the long neck and it's got the flippers. Um, gotcha. It's the swimming long neck. Uh, a full-grown gulp gulper eel an adult boa constrictor snake taken to the sea it's also been called de the devil fish and the dragon of the deep and then it's also very much associated with the kraken um, which depending on which stories you're looking at is either part squid or octopus uh, but it's based on the research i found is that it was based on people who had seen the giant squid and then just exaggerated it like a gazillion yeah. times bigger so Crazy. yep um but yeah so that's all my effects about the giant squid dinner plate sized eyed sucker donut brain. creature you donut brain <laughs> <laughs> what are you calling me a donut brain for you sucker <laughs> <laughs> you crustacean sucker <laughs> so i love it yeah, it's fantastic. Steak or jelly? <laughs> steak or jelly? I'll take jelly with my steak. <laughs> A Make jelly it steak. Extra fishy. <laughs> Gross. Extra squiddy. Ooh, squid ink. I want to try squid ink pasta. I've been told it's good. I've also been told it's good, but I haven't had it. Mm -hmm. But I want to try it. Yeah. Yep, yep. One day. I think it turns your poop black. That's... I don't know how I feel about that. 
can you imagine? I come in and I'm like, Nicole, <laughs> is it supposed to look like this? <laughs> this may be TMI, but. <laughs> and you'd be like, well, what did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> Squid ink pasta. <laughs> uh, well, what do you think that would come out as? <laughs> Calamari. <laughs> I thought it would make a calamari donut. Yeah, with jelly filling. It's <laughs> mm. so. great. Cool. Thanks. You are the welcome. The giant squid is very fascinating. It's it's pretty cool. I got really excited researching it, and I just kept going down so many rabbit holes, and it took me forever to find the actual footage um, mm. of the giant squid, like the original footage. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. But there's a lot of lore. It shows up a lot in art and myths and yeah. stories and sailor stories and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Cool. I'm excited to look at your research. Thanks. Resources. But also, I'm really glad you had fun researching an aquatic sea-dwelling ma- animal. I know. Now the next step is to actually research a fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. One day I'll research a bird, and one day you'll research a fish. True, true. We'll get there. One step at a time. Yep. Well, thanks. (laughs) Thanks, Nicole. Thank you. All right. Until next time, animal fact lovers, keep it squishy. (laughs) Suckery? Donate. Think outside the hole. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> Keep it squishy. I was thinking of the Finding Nemo. Um, <laughs> oh, squishy. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. All the little baby squids do kind of resemble the squishy. They do. Thank you so much for joining us, animal lovers. This has been the Animal Facts Podcast with Nicole and Jayla. Please rate, review, and tell all your friends so we can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you. We are also looking forward to hearing from you, our listeners. So feel free to email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com with facts you want us to cover, facts you want us to correct, cool or crazy stories you have involving animals we have talked about in the past or may be talking about in the future, or any wild or domesticated (laughs) animals you'd like us to research and add to our list. We want to hear from you and feature your stories as well, so feel free to email them to us. You can also follow us on Instagram at Animal Facts Podcast for updates and other random things. Click the link in the description for our resources, merchandise, and other cool things. Thank you for listening, liking, subscribing, and supporting us in our animal discoveries and adventures. Our awesome drum roll is provided by my really cool brother and father-in-law, Ethan and Kent Polson. And a special thanks to my best friend, Jewel, for our music. Until Until next time, bye! Do you have an animal effect that has do. nothing to do with giant squid? I do that's have good. something that has nothing to do with the giant squid. I'm ready. Um, all right. What do pigs, mice, and rats all have in common? Poop. <laughs>
They, like the turtle, are capable of breathing Out through their butts. <laughs> I was close. I guessed poop. That has something to do you with did. their butts. It, it is, but they can breathe through their butts, Those. and they are actually testing uh, this thing with um, pigs to see if it can help bypass the lungs. So if it works and they can successfully help humans be able to do it, then people will be able to breathe through their butts. <laughs> do you think you'd have to have a little butt flap to breathe through your butt? <laughs> and how do know. you do that and- sitting down? And then it just brings back the question of, is it a burp or a fart? True. <laughs> True. But yeah. Weird. Pigs, mice, and rats can all breathe through their butts. Pigs, mice, and rats. And some turtles. Mm-hmm. Weird. So there you go. That's my random fact. Thanks. Thanks. They are all butt breathers. You butt breather. <laughs> You're a jelly-sucking butt-breather. <laughs> you donut brain. <laughs> All the animal insults. <laughs> <laughs> You're a whale blow. Oh my gosh. We'll have to start writing these down and make an insult book. <laughs> <laughs> Just a podcast of all insults. <laughs> <laughs>